Welcome back to Investees. I'm your host, Linda Garcia, and this week on the podcast, we are going to talk about an announcement that Apple made just this morning. When we start our investing journey, one of the biggest questions that we have to move through is what companies should I invest in? Not being able to make a decision on a company is what will completely paralyze you from ever becoming an investor. However, it is so easy for us to make a decision on the products that we want to consume. We have no problem deciding on what streaming service we want to have in our household, no problem on deciding what electronics we want to use, what car we want to drive. When it comes to consumerism, we are very clear on what we want to purchase. From my perspective, the decision on investing should be relatively similar, most especially if we are just starting out as investors. A lot of folks think that investing requires identifying a needle in a haystack. I actually disagree. History in the stock market has taught us that the best investments are the ones that are right in front of our face. And sure, to make an extraordinary investor, you do need to have the ability to identify when a sector is changing, when consumerism is shifting, when technology is innovating. I think that that type of understanding comes with the experience of investing. I don't think it is something that you necessarily need in order to begin your investing journey. With that being said, I do think that it is crucial for us to understand some basics in the stock market, which is why I wrote a book about it. I think it's important for us to understand business growth stages. When you're investing in the stock market, you're investing into businesses. We need to get really clear on that. Businesses go through growth stages. We need to know what part of the growth stage is a business in, most especially as we begin the investing journey. The longevity of a business isn't determined by a set amount of time. It is determined by each business's individual cycle, how they move and navigate through each of their growth stages. This is going to be determined not only by the consumer and how they accept the new business that is coming onto the market, but also the leadership and their ability to innovate, sustain, and grow the business. Let's get into the four business growth stages. The first stage is the launch or startup. You can look at this as the embryo. This is a sensitive period when products are being introduced to consumers. We don't necessarily know how the consumer is going to take to the product. It's a very tumultuous time. It's a high risk environment to invest into a company during its launch and startup stage. However, the risk can in fact be a really great reward. I think it takes talent, it takes experience to be able to identify 
a company that is starting up that will potentially grow to maturity. Identifying which startups are going to actually succeed and which startups can potentially fail is a very challenging task. Picking a startup is very similar to gambling. I highly recommend that as a new investor, you stay away from investing in startups. The second stage is growth. Growth is when consumers begin accepting the product, they begin to buy it, they begin to demand the product, and the company begins to generate profits from the product. The third stage is the maturity stage. This is when the company begins to stabilize from rapid growth and begins saturating the market. This is when a company needs to be innovative and generate new products. They have already established a reputation for themselves. It's a trusted brand. And so now they have to look for new ways to continue to expand the revenue that is coming in. An example of a mature company is Apple. Apple is a company that has established itself. It has brand recognition. We use it and we can depend on it. Lastly, the final stage is the decline stage. This is when the company begins to lose sales. More importantly, what it's losing is market interest. Typically, new trends are emerging and this company just was not able to pivot. It no longer had the leadership or the foresight to be able to see where the entire market or the sector was headed towards. And so they declined. An example of a company in the decline stage is Bed Bath & Beyond. Amazon has completely disrupted that market going after Bed Bath & Beyond's market share and Bed Bath & Beyond was simply unable to innovate and sustain itself through the market. We're going to take a short break and when we get back, we're going to get into what the Apple announcement was and where this specific sector is headed. Investees, I have some exciting news. We have launched our Investees Patreon. We now have a new community platform over on patreon.com backslash investees. We only have one tier. It is $3 a month. And with this one tier, you will receive ad-free episodes. You'll receive early access to each episode. And upon joining our community, you will get a shout out on Investees, the podcast. Investees is currently in the startup phase of our business, of what we believe that Investees can become 
in the future. Cosmic Standard is part owner with In Lose We Trust. Together, myself, Eliza Smith, and Jacob Winnick are partners in creating Investees. We are putting in the time and the effort to make this an incredible podcast. We thought it was really important for us to stay independent. And a little behind the scenes, initially we had a deal with Spotify. That deal fell through and it was the biggest blessing. Eliza and Jacob wanted to partner up. They saw the potential of my vision and what I saw for this community for us to come together and have these important conversations. And so we've now opened up this platform for only $3 a month. You can join and help support us as we produce and create these episodes week after week. Head over to patreon.com backslash investees for your ad-free episodes with early access and of course, an appreciation shout out. We're back. All right. So now for the news on Apple. Apple has decided to cancel their plans to build electric vehicles. In 2014, Apple began to recruit thousands of engineers from other auto companies in order to build out a team for their electric vehicles. They reported $30 billion in research and development, increasing their expenditures by 14% in 2023 from the previous year. This announcement signals the end of Apple's effort to rival Tesla. The stock does feel like it's down on the news. It is Wednesday, February 28th when this news broke. Right now it is 1.19 p.m. and the stock is down 1.14%. However, the entire market is down, but the S&P 500, which is the index that we use to get a gauge on the market, is only down 17%. So I can't help but to think that to some extent, this news is affecting the stock. I do believe that Apple stock is down on this news. It's Wednesday, February 28th at 1.30 p.m. at the time of this recording. And the stock has been going down all day since the news broke. It is currently down 1.14%. However, I should caveat this by saying that the entire market is down today. The S&P 500, which is the index we use to get a gauge on the entire market, is down 0.17%. And so there's a really big discrepancy between how much the S&P is down, 0.17%, and how much Apple stock is down at 1.14%. This does indicate to me that the news of Apple canceling their plans to build an EV is in fact affecting the stock. Do I think that this will affect the stock in the long run? No, I don't. I don't even think that the majority of consumers knew that they had been working for 10 years to try and build 
an electric vehicle. However, full disclosure, I am an investor in Apple. So this is just my opinion on shutting down the creation of the electric vehicle. I personally think that that was one of the smartest decisions they have made. They've already spent $30 billion in research and development. And I think that what they realized is that this task is so much more challenging than what they had originally anticipated. I think they need to stay focused on what Apple does best. What I want to focus on today is not necessarily the announcement that Apple made, but what this announcement means along with other announcements in the electric vehicle sector. This announcement from Apple follows Ford's announcement that they are no longer going to make the F-150 electric lightning. They have canceled the production on this truck, followed by General Motors also canceling their production on electric vehicles to focus on hybrid production. When I was working at Netflix, the CEO Reed Hastings at an all hands meeting said something that was so impactful and really changed the way I looked at almost everything, most especially as I became an entrepreneur and then when I got more serious about investing. He said, it is not about what is taking place right now, but about what will take place 20 years from now. And that's when I understood that a CEO has to be a visionary and they can't be short-sighted about today, about what will happen in five or 10 years. They need to be able to have a 20-year outlook. And I think that as we develop ourselves as investors and we gain the experience and we're able to no longer see things from a short-sighted perspective, but from a long-term perspective. These words can also revolutionize the way we behave as investors, but we need to first have the time in the market. And so today I want to share with you what I am seeing. I am watching the difficulties of car manufacturers pivot into building electric vehicles. I am understanding with so much more clarity based on evidence that this task is going to be very challenging for not only a traditional car maker, but someone that understands technology. The state of California passed a ban on gas power vehicles by 2035. Following their lead was Vermont, New York, Washington, Oregon, Massachusetts, Virginia, Rhode Island, Maryland, Colorado, New Jersey, New Mexico, and Delaware. And as of recently, Washington not only joined this ban, but has taken it a step further. It has enacted a law setting a target of 2030 for all new cars to be electric with a mandate for all of government planning to meet the target. 2030 is the earliest date in the nation for a state to phase out sales of new gas cars. We are witnessing the decline 
of a sector. A sector also has the ability to go through the growth stages. And if you remember, the decline is when the company is no longer relevant. It is unable to pivot. It can no longer keep up with a transition. And now we have laws that are being enacted in certain states because emissions that are being released are such a high pollutant. Having these laws enacted is a direct threat to our current automotive industry. But I think the majority of us can agree that there is no bigger threat than the attack on our planet by the oil and gas industry. Currently, there is one car manufacturer that is taking the lead in building electric vehicles. And to no surprise, that manufacturer is Tesla. I want to disclose that I am also an investor in Tesla. And in our household, we only have electric vehicles. We have two Model Ys. A report was released for the best-selling car models worldwide in 2023. At the top of the list, it may or may not surprise you, but coming in with 1.23 million vehicles sold was the Tesla Model Y. Ranked number two with 1.07 million vehicles sold was the Toyota RAV4. And number three, with 1.01 million vehicles sold, was the Toyota Corolla. This is your reminder to take a look at the businesses that you are invested into. Check up to see where they are on their growth cycle. And remember, you have to do continuous maintenance on keeping up with the fundamentals, listening to earnings calls, watching revenue, watching earnings per share. All of this is part of your long-term investment strategy. I'm your host, Linda Garcia. You're listening to Investees, a Cosmic Standard and In Lose We Trust production. A very special thank you to the team, Asia Simpson, Eliza Smith, and Jacob Winnick. 